Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Graps. I'm your host, Alex Pulaski, and everything sucks, although not tonight. Uh, Kate's here. She's in Seattle. And also, Sean's here to do a news dump at the stop of, at the start, uh, start of the show. Taking a big uh, dump. Yep. Sean, yep. dump your news. I am in a city that actually has an NBA team within three hours of it, unlike some people. Um the Trailblazers are pretty close to Seattle. Actually. Are they? Are they? Is Portland that close yeah, to Seattle? Within three hours, I would Buddy, say. Buddy, I'm yes. going to see baseball at Safeco tomorrow, or T-Mobile, mm, or whatever it's called. Pretty cool. That's the. It's, it's two cool. and a half hours. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they're closer, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> nobody in Seattle likes the Trailblazers. Oh, but, are, you, um, are you guys so excited to talk about basketball and our wrestling post show? Well, listen, it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's us. Uh, if there's anything but, I'm concerned about, it's getting in and out in a timely manner on the show, obviously. But just, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you're going to get to go to Safeco Field, which is the home of the, the, the wrestling debut of the Miller Lite Catfight Girls. Mm. A, a legendary moment for wrestling history. A legendary moment in wrestling history. It, it really was. So, uh, guys, FightfulSelect.com doing some quick news hits for you guys. Uh, gonna gonna plug the service. Through Monday, we have a great deal for you. Uh, almost two months off. You can get a full year of Fightful Select for $51. And there are several stories that we broke over there on Fightful Select that are Pertinent to this show because there was a guy named Mustafa Ali who was probably supposed to be in a North American title match on this show Mm -hmm. and ended up getting fired. Now, uh, Trick Williams is the North American champion, so that makes me wonder... Was was this adjusted? Was this the plan? I'm going to find out for sure. Yeah, please do. uh, We had had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5.00 a month in the business, best $51 a year in the business, that uh, NXT higher-ups were not happy about Mustafa Ali getting fired, and especially considering they had creative laid out for him until March of next year. 
which should show you how differently some things operate there. And I asked Shawn Michaels myself, like, hey, uh, anybody else catch you off guard? I mean, obviously, you, you don't want anybody to get fired here or anything right. like that. By the way, guys, uh, thumbs up, super chats, humper chats, pay, pay these wonderful people. And Shawn Michaels outright told me Dana Brooke. Uh, we like <laughs> having her here. She provided a lot of experience for uh, wrestlers in NXT. And I have reported extensively on this NXT method and having Baron Corbin and Dana Brooke and Mustafa Ali and Judgment Day and Becky Lynch there. But there are different reasons for different people. And, and Natalia, for the love of God, they bring these talent down there. And these talent are respected and veterans and know how to work TV. They can help these kids learn to work WWE TV. They can go to WWE and be like, yeah, this person's got it. Or they can be like, well, no, actually they suck really bad. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't want to do it. it. It is performance evaluation with somebody who is going to have a pretty good grasp of whether you've got it or not. Like a Baron Corbin has worked with anybody and everybody and all styles of people in every facet. Natalia as well. So that's why a lot of those guys are there. Uh, Some people like Mustafa Ali were sent there because one, obviously he didn't get along well with Vince McMahon and he wanted out and NXT provided him a situation and a creative outlet in which uh, he could do very well in. I was hit up by somebody in NXT that said after that Shawn Michaels call, they're like, yeah, Shawn was being very diplomatic. He was not happy about this at all. More so him not getting a heads up like not getting a warning or anything like that. But um, we had reported a story today on Fightful Select, and I think the proof is in the pudding for WWE on this one. Like having Judgment Day especially and Becky Lynch on the show is directly tied to their media rights. That's that's what they're doing. They are beefing up their numbers, and they're showing not only themselves, but the world and potential broadcast partners Yeah, look what one or two other wrestlers can do. We can do that 800,000 viewers a week thing if we put Becky Lynch on this show. And not only has it worked from a viewership standpoint, it has certainly worked from a performance evaluation standpoint. It has certainly worked from a showing that Tiffany Stratton belongs standpoint. Like it, it's one of those things where I look at it and I go, okay, well, Have I been a stickler in the past for the brand split? Yes, of course. But if you establish that NXT is kind of immune from that, well, then okay, that's that's all I need to know. And they have kind of established that it's immune from that. And I think that having those faces appear on Raw and SmackDown as well has been beneficial in a way that hasn't necessarily beaten you over the head with something negative in that manner. Like, Tiffany... Tiffany Stratton rolling up to the pay-per-view where everybody is watching and saying, you know, Becky, I'm very, very sorry that I said I was a, a greater NXT champion than you because you've never been NXT champion. That that was a good enough line to get people to go, mm-hmm. who the fuck does she think she is? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. one, one of those. So I think it's working out pretty well for them so far. I know WWE has been very happy with it. Uh, the higher ups that I have spoken to, I'm starting to see some of those little internal memo messages, like I see for Raw and SmackDown. Like, uh, you know, that, that curiously, like they know that I'm able to see some of these now, and 
there are some that are very pointed towards NXT. So some very positive things there uh, surrounding NXT and potential media rights. And I know they want to get paid off of these. They're looking mm -hmm. at AEW Dynamite and they're like, what? AEW Dynamite and Collision and Rampage are about to get uh, a payday of their own? Well, we got our own 800,000 viewer show right here. Why don't y'all pay us a little bit extra for that? So uh, it's it's looking positive, right? I mean, WWE's hot right now. That's There's no other way to put it. Uh, their, their product is hot uh, at, at all levels on TV. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think that um, bringing down uh, those people from the main roster um is is a great way to to get ratings to boost your um to boost your um you know your your cachet see if you can get some money from it we just hope that they don't in a very cynical manner immediately stop bringing them down once they've got the money yes. because that yes. feels like something they might do Plus. it's something that they it's something they absolutely did sorry kate go ahead no, that's okay. We have seen, I mean, we are here to complain about things at the end of the day. My goodness. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, we have seen it disrupt creative in a couple of ways. Like, before Mustafa's yeah. release, there was a very clear story that got derailed by Judgment Day coming down. Um, Tiffany Stratton's title reign, I think, got cut short by this Becky program. So, even yeah. though there are things that have been wildly beneficial about it, too, there are still certain vulnerabilities that... Uh, I would like to see them address or sounds like HBK might just not be getting the heads up on certain things that maybe yeah. he wants to. So you can't really make those adjustments within it. So it is overwhelmingly positive, but from the creative product standpoint, it, it has been disruptive. So I'm intrigued to see how they make that stick. If they have more planning around it, I think that might be the case with, with Butch with Pete Dunn here, right? It seems like that one was a little bit more calculated in a way. So I'm intrigued to see what that looks like with some more forethought behind it moving forward. Also, uh, we, we posted the early notes on FightfulSelect.com, but uh, Jeremy spoke to the new champion, uh, Ilya Dragunov, this week. And he is like, listen, I'd be open to go into NXT Europe when it starts. That's home for me. But uh, he seems to be enjoying his time there as well. He said it's been really good to perform outside of Florida with NXT as well. He liked working uh, Boston for Battleground, all that. But uh, check out that interview as well. We had a lot on the the NXT front uh, this this past week. So FightfulSelect.com. Uh, this is a hell of a show, guys. Uh, hope you guys uh, have as much fun with the review as I did watching it. I'm sure you'll, you'll find something to hate. Oh, yeah, lots. <laughs> See you guys later. It's Bye, what Sean. we do. Get that positivity out of here. Come on. No, there was a lot of really fun stuff on the show tonight, but there were, of course, things that we can gripe about. Uh, yeah, come on. It, man, I don't, it's so I don't funny. I want to be how, positive about things. Being positive is not my deal. It's literally so gross. But it's I will not. say, I've, I've said this a couple weeks in a row, where I feel like the good is great and the bad is like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so bad. I'm like, like what yes. happened with Gallus today? So it is like, oh. it just feels like two different shows are happening yeah. within the same show. It um, is, it is, my uh, background television is on. I'm going to go kill that real fast. Give me okay. one second. Sounds good. Um, yeah, as, as it is always, uh, it feels like WWE 
well, and across the board now, just has so many fantastic wrestlers who can tell amazing stories and do amazing things in the ring. And then, whoopsie daisy, we booked you to have a terrible finish. Try and make that work, and they can't. So, like, it's just certain certain things you can't. When you when you let the wrestlers have a fantastic match all the way through without bullshit at the end, look how great the matches are. And then when you do inexplicable stuff at the end of the matches, you have people up and down my timeline going, that ruined an otherwise really good match. Yes. People aren't standing for your wonky, terrible finishes anymore. They're just like tuning out. Well, why did I watch that and love what I was watching if at the end, why do you? Why are you reading a book? Loving every every second of it, but the last chapter is absolutely terrible and makes you regret having read the whole book. That is, a th if you keep doing that to your regular customers, they will stop watching. They don't care who you bring down from the main roster. That is my point, and always has been. I think um, that's a fair point, and because we had. Seanus Disruptus the second on here at the beginning of the show. I am going to do our usual. Uh, you, if you are just tuning in now, Sean, recap some of the scoops that we had on FightfulSelect.com. So head over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. We have annual billing now. So it's $51 for the year, which gets you two mm -hmm. months free through uh, Monday. That little promotion is going on. So check yep. that out. Also, we'll ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind and to subscribe here on the YouTube channel. But this is your NXT No Mercy post show. There's some good. There's some bad to get into. Uh, but we just I wanted to start it off and tell you to get your super chats and your humper chats in because yeah. it just we have a rhythm, Alex. And sometimes right. Sean's disrupts. We do. That we also blue. we're also we're also flying blind here. We don't have Louise. So I don't. We I are so only super chats tonight, not humper yeah. chats, right? No, no, no humper chats because I can't. I don't. I don't have access to. Yeah, them we don't have access to those. So, so if you guys are sending in humper chats, chat. they will not be read because I cannot access where they are sent to. Correct. Um, so yeah, it that They're is just sent into outer space with killer yep. clowns. It's just it's it's gone. So send in send in super chats and and then I, I will re I will read them. Uh, Mark Losper, uh, ah, the Game of Thrones booking method. Yes. Oh, that, that it's great up until the end? Mm -hmm, okay. There you go. That's the thing. Uh, and Van Twinbade says, me at the show, good for her, dot jiff. Um, yes, good for her, both of them, because because they were great at the end. Um, Boy, were they. Uh, they were great. Some great. Um, and then Bo Booth uh, calling me on, on my inconsistencies, except for I can, I can weasel my way out of this. Dom isn't the <laughs> North American champion anymore. I, I thought you guys would be over the moon about it. I am. Here's what I've always said. Um, it's not necessarily the destination. It is the journey. Yes, I'm so happy that Dominic Mysterio isn't the North American champion anymore. But I can't even be happy about it because I watched two ref bumps in the same match that already had a special guest referee in it. I just wanted to see one guy be better than Dominic and beat him with no frills, no ridiculous cartwheels being turned to get there. And I couldn't even get that. So yeah, great. He's not champion anymore. But if the, if the plan was always to put it on somebody who wasn't Dominic in this match tonight, and it was almost Mustafa Ali until they released him right before the match, 
then I have a problem with that as well. <laughs> sure, but I will say, like, I think I've just come to expect that with NXT, right? Like, I'm I, I anytime there's Judgment Day stuff, it's gonna it. even if they're not, nor should you. But I, I uh, the tenacity is not there for me in the same way as it used to be because I've just resigned myself to the fact yeah. that this is the case. Right. Um, so the the show opened um, with uh, I didn't watch the uh, the pre show. I did not know that they, they were doing Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan on the pre-show. Apparently, Blair Davenport won, which is the right call. Kalani Jordan showed out. They had – my feeling is this. They had Kalani Jordan get a showcase match against Blair Davenport on the pre-show of this pay-per-view of this play because she's winning the, the breakout tournament. She's I think She's the breakout so. tournament, and of everybody I'm looking at there, I'm going, I don't know, Russian Katana Blade Girl? Uh, Miss America contestants. I'm going to go with a woman who had a whole storyline going with Dana Brooke and then had a PLE uh, pre-show match. Um, Correct. Unless probably that is the like, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Unless somebody gets taken out and someone gets put, you know what I mean? Like, unless right. there's with what we're given, I think it's a, a slam dunk for Kalani and she's been really good so far. So mm -hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I do not have my, my, uh, my super chats document. I gotta just, I just just read these as they come in. So That's Mark good. Losper says, "I watched five minutes of this show. Camera guy made it seem like it was Tiffany Stratton's behind uh, versus the spots happening off screen." Yeah, that is, yeah, that is accurate. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. Um, so uh, we started out the main show with uh, Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. This seemed to be a tailor made. Thing of putting over the young guy, Baron Corbin's not there to get victories. Why would he be down there for to get victories? That's kind of weird. He's not going for any titles. He's going to make the young guy look great in defeat, and then we're going to move on to uh, maybe Von Wagner will come out and attack uh, Braun Breaker afterwards. He'll have his head all wrapped up in some kind of weird helmet thing, and he'll headbutt him with the helmet. Now that's what he'll do. Um, and uh, but certainly, surely you wouldn't have Baron Corbin win this match. Um, but uh, he did. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Baron Corbin also rode a motorcycle to the ring. Yeah, he did. Motive. Um, this is where I also think people who not only producing matches should talk to each other about not replicating spots, but also, uh, hey, earlier in the, in, uh, my guy is going to ride a Harley Davidson down to the ring. Uh, just in case any of your guys were planning on riding little bicycles to the ring later, it might make them look extra silly. So maybe don't do that. Um, I also was like, okay, if you see, he burned all of the ships. So now he has no modes of transportation. He's got to go to the Harley store and buy a Harley. That was, I was going to say, uh, yeah. so yeah. the motorcycle was intense. Yeah. Not to get caught up on the ridiculous. Oh wait, no, we're on sour grabs to get yeah, caught up yeah. on the ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We got we got to find Braun a new gear designer. Yeah. <laughs> why was there a gremlin on his crotch? Yeah, and why did his tights just say badass? The wolf. Remember, he was wearing a big bad wolf costume, like he was in a sixth grade production of Little Red Riding Hood. And then he came out of the he came out wearing that, and the same wolf face from his sixth grade uh, production of Little Red Riding Hood costume uh, was on his very lower belly. Like, like, like leading, like the, the teeth were just, a, just, a, just north of crotch. They and were. Yeah. And so, they, yeah, I don't know. 
if you had been using blue chew, it would look like they were eating mm -hmm. things. It, like it was uh, bad. He on his on his on his uh, right in the front of his of his right hip, it said dog, and on the back it said badass. So like if you looked at a badass dog, which was the thing that he was trying to say, it was uh, yeah, it was good. Um, and like his other ones were meaner than evil. I'm like, we gotta just try and do some like a consistent yeah. look, my fella. I I really like, but he can't do it because he was a baby face then. But I loved all the tributes to classic Steiner Brothers gear. Yeah, it was awesome. like th those were great. You know, I don't know, but um, he needs he, black lipstick. Yeah, he um he does to, to signify his true heel turn. This was this was really good. These guys beat the right. crap out of each other. There was a, a really good hard hitting match. Everybody just throwing bombs at each other the whole way through. Uh, and then, inexplicably, a non-wrestler ran out in a in in three in two pieces of a three-piece suit and did a dive, a crossbody off the top with a bunch of security there out of the blue to stop him from doing it, but he did it anyway, even though it weighs 125 pounds. And because he weighs 125 pounds i.e. the size of Darby Allen. Braun Breaker, no problem just grabbing him, herking him up and throwing him out of the ring. And then turning around and immediately walking into an end of days. Which is protected against uh, Baron Corbin, but not against Drew McIntyre when there's no reason for it to be protected. Correct. Like, yeah, okay. um, there was a really yeah, no, nice deep six in this that was like... It was great. It was like a deep ten. Yeah. Um... The non-broken table spot made me cringe, and then they broke it later, so that was good. Just little stuff like forearms getting laid in really hard on this. Like, Braun looked really, really strong. Mm -hmm. um, the booking at the end made no sense on this one. Like, it was... So, yeah, Robert Stone shows up to get revenge on what happened to Von Wagner by by leaping at him, doing a crossbody. And the problem is, is that I, I, I am incredulous about the fact that this is how he wanted to to get revenge except for the fact that it worked. Yeah. It worked. It cost it cost Braun the match which makes Braun look stupid. Yes. And and like if you want to continue this Von Wagner versus Braun Breaker thing, Braun can't go up to the main roster until he puts over Von so Von can be the big monster baby face that we all love and root for. Ah. But even if you're going to do that, which I don't agree with, wouldn't it be better if Braun was coming after off of a dominant victory over Baron Corbin than off of a loss because he looks stupid, because he was distracted by your little manager who's not a wrestler who did the crossbody to him? Wouldn't this none of this makes any sense to me the way they book this? I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, no, this was real dumb. Um Robert Stone being the one to come in. Mm-hmm. The only way out of this is that he's not managing Von Wagner and that he came in to help Baron Corbin. And that's not what they're doing. <laughs> no, that's not at all what happened. So, um, um, yeah, no, the, the booking in this was bad, but the otherwise the match was great. Like, yeah, it, it's, I, such a, it's such a bummer when that does this. Yeah. This is what happens um, when you, yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. what it was, Alex, was it was, it was badass. And then it wasn't. Badass, badass dog. Um, badass uh, dog. Bo Booth uh, asking the hard-hitting questions. Is it boats or motorcycles? Pick a lane, Baron. Well, he burned the boats. Right. So he needs 
uh, he needed a bike. I thought they were just like he was gonna he was gonna build other boats. Oh man, I mean, I guess that takes Maybe a while, not. though, right? I, I guess that's true. You just go. Rent Maybe he cars. burned the boats because he was like, "I got this whole other mode of transportation mm -hmm. that I don't even need water for." Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a guy that everyone has embarked, his earmarked as the future of WWE, Braun has spent a whole bunch of time and nothing happening feuds on their C show. Man, it looked like that guy was absolutely, I still believe he should be a can't miss future WrestleMania multi-time main eventer. But oh boy, did they fill up most of his reign with a bunch of terrible feuds. And since he lost the title, it feels like he's just messing around with people way beneath him. So, yes, but also I think that's the point in a weird way of I think they wanted to test out, like, what does this guy bring to the world as a heel? Right. And so I think having him not as prominently featured is a way for him to, I don't agree with it, but I think this is what they right. think, um, a way to kind of test that out a little bit. Yeah. Now, Marco's saying every meta match sucks. You just weren't watching them. He had great matches. He had, he had really, great matches really, with weird really good matches. The Tyler Bate stories. one was fantastic. Bad uh, stories, but he had he had some great matches. Yeah, Apollo, uh, Dolph Ziggler. There's some really yeah. good stuff in that reign. Yeah, no, he 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 had some bad, 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 bad stories. And the matches around those bad stories sometimes were not good. His Joe Gacy matches, somehow plural, were not good, but the stories were so bad. Um, no, he's had really good matches. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know what they're just not. The problem is, is we don't remember them as being good because they didn't really go anywhere or build yeah. on anything or make anything better. That's the problem. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't have my, I don't have my trick versus Tom. Well, well, that was the second one. Okay. For some reason, I have my mind is it's the third. So, Okay. Dominic comes out by himself. He didn't, I guess, Damien and Finn and JD weren't available. They, could, they couldn't make the connecting flight to Bakersfield, I guess. It happens. Um, so he comes out, he's by himself, and Dragon Lee is the special guest referee. We've already seen, as of yesterday on SmackDown... Dragon Lee is now a SmackDown superstar. You cannot convince me otherwise. He's got a match versus Austin Theory next week. He's going to beat Austin Theory and immediately be added as the third guy in the six-man tag for Fastlane. He's going to join the LWO as of tomorrow. I mean, as of as of sorry, as of next next Friday, he'll be a member of the LWO. Sure. So this is his. So his swan song in NXT was uh, was taking a ref bump. He didn't have any even any real agency as as the special guest referee. There was literally nothing that he did as a special guest referee that, that warranted guesty. him be there was special guesty. You could have had one referee when that guy took a ref bump. You bring in a second referee and that guy takes a ref bump. So you go pull out the first referee back in the ring and he counts the pinfall. Nothing he did was necessary for him to be there. Like no. this is why I hate ridiculous crap being added into matches for no reason. You could even say there was a reason for him to be pissed at Dominic. So he's especially special guest referee. Okay, fine. But if there's a reason for him to be pissed at Dominic and he's a special guest referee, to show you gotta up build match. the match around him trying to take advantage and screw over Dom. Okay. Like th there's, there's gotta be something. And he did. He, did, he never did a fast count. Well, never no, did a slow and it's count. because this is the third one that we've gotten in as many months. Like it's so, 
ridiculous that we were even at this point. Um, Dom is so slow. He's so slow. He really is. Like that 619, man, just stop doing it. It's not good. Uh, but Trick has looked great. He's continued to improve rapidly. Yes. Um, very happy about the outcome of this match. Agree with you that the way that we got to this outcome was not great. Uh, I, I'm never a fan of a ref bump. Dragon Lee made the ref bump look great because he sold that super kick. Because he's a wrestler. Aaron super kick. Great, because he's a wrestler. Yeah. The second referee was, I swear to God, sitting on a chair right outside the ring. There's no, <laughs> they never get there that fast, the second referee. So he was right there immediately to count, to count the, the next thing. But then he's in there for a while. And Dominic is going to run the ropes and runs into the referee who collapses dead. He was bumped into by a very slow moving person and fell down dead. One ref bump is bad enough. Two is egregious and unforgivable. I am so happy that Dominic was an idiot and ran into a knee with, with his championship belt, which then bounced off the knee and back into the head. I'm so happy that he got pinned. Trick Williams, like, like, where's the referee? Where's the referee? Where's the referee? There's the referee. And he goes against the referee. Um, that was not great. That did not, that did not look good. This, the ending of run. this match was so horribly overbooked that I can't even take the joy I wanted to take in Dominic losing because the end of the match was put together so poorly. But it's great that Dominic's not the champ anymore, and I'm intrigued to see what they do with Trick. Spoiler alert, Mello's going to turn heel on Trick. But it's like, but uh, but I'm interested to see what they do with not Dominic as champion. I am too. I'm very intrigued about, well, one, I wonder what this was supposed to be with Mustafa. And two, uh, I'll be honest. Like I just, I just wasn't paying like that close of attention with Dominic. Like I, he's just so slow moving and I knew what this match was going to be. The double ref bump is egregious. Right. Um, very happy about the outcome, both for Trick and for not having Dom mm -hmm. here. I don't know what that does to the Judgment Day. Uh, I guess maybe they're going to start their dissension um, further. Maybe JD McDonough comes in and wins it next. I don't know. Uh, but this did add intrigue into what was the match of the night, which was Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes. Because um, then I started to be like, oh, what if Carmelo does lose? I didn't. I still didn't think it was happening. What? But Yes, I, like if Carmelo does lose, I sure hope they don't turn him heel on the way out of NXT just for the hell of it to get one match with Trick. And then it looks what they're what's not doing. So, so I, I just, I, I didn't, I, I don't know. It's just. Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active, well into his eighties. What's even more shocking is he looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel 
younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It, it, it feels like they had actually done the work to finally make him a good guy. Finally, they had, they very rarely with a face turn do the work to make them feel like, wait a minute, the things I did when I was a heel were pretty bad. No, only Kevin. I, I, I should probably figure out how to be a better person now that I'm a good guy. And they did that work with Carmelo. And to have him lose his title and immediately go back to, now I must take the threat title from my friend. It just, I really hope they don't do that. I just really hope they don't. That's all. Yeah, and there was intrigue in the idea of both of them having separate titles. Like, mm-hmm. that could have been an interesting story. But yeah. but I don't hate it. Um, it's not right. that bad. I think it's, it's interesting to have a cross-title story here. Like, that's just yeah. an inherently cool thing to do. Uh, the match was what it was. It was a means to an end. I liked the end. I did not really care that much about the means. Um, good for trick. I will say it was very cool to see all the entrances tonight feel like pay-per-view entrences. We haven't gotten yeah, that in that a while good. in NXT. Yeah. Like Mel's was awesome. Um, but yeah, this this was what it was. The first two matches, it was like great match, bad ending. This was like mediocre at best match, great yeah. result. And that it's not on Dom anymore. So they were kind of inverses yeah. of each other. Yeah. So so Dragon Lee takes 47 super kicks normally. That's fine. One from Dominic RIP. And somebody said in the chat that as soon as he puts on the ref stripes, his HP goes down to one. Like that makes his, sense. That you can't, you can't, you have no defense. That's uh, Robert Lyle asks, why does a super kick knock you out for 10 minutes when you're a ref, but only gets a two count when you're a wrestler? That is a very good can't. Here's here's here. I will I will say what what, what happened to me here. Uh, I had to run into the kitchen to grab something for my daughter. Um, and while I was in there doing what I was doing, he committed. I know. I came back and I saw a guy in a ref shirt holding his face huddled up, but the face didn't have the mask on it. And my immediate thought was not, they did a ref bump to ref to, to, to Dragon Lee, then brought in another referee, and that guy took a ref bump. What I thought happened was that Dominic Mysterio got got pissed at a slow count and ripped the Dragon Lee mask off of him. And I was like, I gotta rewind and see what the hell happened. And what the hell happened was somehow weirder than the thing I fantasy booked as being bad in my own head. Yeah, no, uh, it was way worse. Yeah, and that's just what we do here on NXT. Um, there Mark was says, nothing. We have to learn the babyface geff ref sucks. They always do. They always they, do. Ha- make a choice. Figure out who you want to win the match, and then ref accordingly. I don't care if you're babyface or or a heel. Come on. Take um, a stand. 
like I said before, there was nothing very special guesty about this. But if you were in a match and I was a special guest referee, I would be your special bestie. Yeah. Special special bestie referee. That's good. Special like bestery. Um also, I we I skipped over this. Uh, it was really good uh, that the the NXT No Mercy thing going back to the old N64 video game. Oh yeah, uh, that was really excellent. Will Chisholm saying, "I'm not going to lie, my 33 year old ass loved that No Mercy video game opening." My daughter looked at me and said, "You're too old for that." <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, Alex, I am a video game. Yes, you are. Uh, sommelier of sorts. Yes. I by that I mean I watched Alex play Red Dead Redemption 2. I got Mm -hmm. extremely invested and then I paid attention to never a single video. Nothing ever again. That totally makes sense. Um Micah. Fuck Micah. Yeah. To this day, Alex. To this day. To this day. Um giant Micah Bell. All right. So the first first two matches, inexplicable booking finishes. Uh, thank God the right guy won the second one. The wrong guy won the first one with a ridiculous finish. Ridiculous finish the second one, but thank God the right guy won. Now, oh hooray! Now we now we have a great, uh, a really fun four way tag match, which only two guys were supposed to be legal, but Rick Knox must have been the referee because everyone was in that match at the same time for most of it. Just call um, it a and, tag and, people. It just just make it a tornado tag or do the thing where there's four teams and one guy is legal from each team. Yeah. That is the that is the I am convinced the only way to properly do one of these things. It makes it so much easier. That way you're not doing like tag ins and outs of other people who aren't yours. Every time you get close to a, a, a neutral corner, they tag themselves in. No, if you can only tag in your partner, you are screwed. So you better make sure you can find a way to get back to your partner. There's a lot of fun stuff you can do with that. But they didn't. But they did this. And sort of to get around the whole thing of, of only two guys in the ring, they just said four minutes into the match, let's have all the guys in the ring. And it was fun, but it also wasn't according to the rules they set out for it. And a couple of weeks ago, in an AEW, uh, R- an ROH tag team title match, um, MJF did the thing where he took uh, he he got injured injured and they helped him to the back and he was gone for a long time and then he fought his way out past the doctors past security past officials he punched one and then he got down to the rings i am not leaving my tag team partner alone out there and i loved it when he did it because he was doing it as a parody and i said at the time Man, I really hate it when they do it in earnest, when they think they're doing something, when they think they're really doing something with the storytelling uh, when they ha- when they do that. Uh, and they did it here with my favorite guy. And I'm, listen, he did a great job of it, but he was doing it in earnest because they told him to, to make it serious. And I was just watching like this the whole time he was gone going, he's going to come back. Oh, look, there he is. Look, he headbutted Oni Lorcan. Oh, he's in. Oh, to make it look good, they cut off part of his pant leg. And when they did that, when he came back, I was like, well, now I know that those guys are retaining. Right. And I hate, I hate that, like, just have them wrestle the match. There was no reason 
to to book that weird storyline where he it wasn't like Stax was in the in the ring for the rest of the time getting beat down for the rest of it because Tony wasn't there like they were doing with Adam Cole and 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 MJF I I I've never liked that booking especially when you have a guy like Tony D'Angelo who we've seen have an actual knee injury and so now you're trying to get us to have c- your concern trolling like I just I uh, I, 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 I so I guess I'm a fucking bad. mark because I bit at it initially um he sold I, it I he sold it so well because he's such a great actor and the camera I, didn't I, do the thing where they followed him for the entire right. time. Like I'm so used to NXT and WWE right. being like, "Oh my God, let's see that again. Let's have the camera follow him all the way to the back." When they didn't do that this time, right. I was like, "Oh fuck, I hope he's okay." And then when he mm-hmm. came back out with the knee brace, I was like, "All right." Mm-hmm. But to your point, I also was almost buying into it because I was doing wrestling math, and I was like, "Okay, if this was a work, they would build the story around." stacks now like it would be all about like him having to overcome the odds where most of it turned into like let's watch the creeds do fun shit which i'm well i'm always here for always down for the cannonball looked really good tonight i haven't seen it in a bit so it was nice to see it back because they laid off it for a little bit uh julius creed is just a phenom i don't know like i don't know how many times we can come on the show and say the creed brothers should be called up julius creed is a phenom um but it was really fun to watch and uh yeah and then you knew what was gonna happen so i don't love the booking either but like i bit at it a little bit until he came out with his knee brace um and i was also thinking about things of like well they let indy hartwell come back when she shouldn't have clearly like there were a couple of things in this that like made me wonder if it was real but tony d's selling of it i I'm so sick of you wrestlers being good at this. Okay. Kevin Owens, so good at it. Ricky Starks, yeah. mm-hmm. so good at it. Stopping Brian Danielson with a concussion spot. I'm so he, glad they but, banned no, it. But Brian Danielson does so it because good. it pops him. He, he does it because he loves that we feel bad. He's a sadist. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't do what I thought I was going to do, which was mute this when we got Nigel and Zach on, on commentary on Collision. But I did see a clip where Nigel McGinnis called the crowd xenophobic for standing up for Brian Danielson and being only Americans. Mm-hmm. And Zach Saber Jr. saying he was outraged. So yeah. that's yeah. what I'll, all you need to know about right. that clam digger, that dragon um, bullocks Danielson. Uh, the the reason I didn't I didn't buy it, referee wasn't a good enough actor to pull it off. Fair enough. Um, and Stax wasn't. Tony D was yeah. great. Tony D was great, did everything right, totally sold it in the exact way possible. Stacks, um, <laughs> if it's a fake thing, you do what Stacks does, which is, uh, oh, I'm looking at my friend. I better, I'm looking at my friend for three, two, one, back to the match. Like if if he, if it wasn't real, like he would have tried to, if it, if it was real, he would have like, okay, to, like, get crap. it together. Okay. Yeah. He'd have to be in his head, trying to figure out what's the spots that I would have to do if he's not here. Like it was, listen, it's fine. Um, you shouldn't put your wrestlers in the position where they've got to be Oscar winning actors to pull <laughs> off stuff. Just, just do the match. Just do the match. Do I they disagree. think that they couldn't do it with, with eight guys, but they could do it with seven. 
Um, it's just it's a it's a weird. I don't love. I honestly, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't love. I think they, they all should ever. be Oscar winners. Um, out the out the mud. Is it a? It must be a. It must be a cultural thing. I'm not aware of. But the little the the trikes that don't have pedals that they walk with their feet. Yes. I. I don't know what that was. I don't either. But, they look yeah. good tonight, though. They 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 look they look, they look fine. better. They look, yeah, they look fine, but they also look like they're they are okay. So we got Angel Garza and Virgil Carrillo, who were Los Lotharios, who've been around right. the block forever. The Creeds, who are otherworldly and and like like way too good for this here? place. I can't believe there's their phenoms. They've only been doing this for like a couple of years, but they're amazing. You got Tony D and Stax, who are an established duo, fine, and then way beneath them, you got this fourth team. Who you can tell has potential, but is in the ring at this start of thing, way too, like way too early for that. So, I was go. drunk enough that they also. Make- I should, so there you I go. I think we just I should, to... start, I should start getting nice and drunk. There you go. That's it. Uh, Mark Losper says, "I love that Rick Knox is the universal <laughs> standard across wrestling for completely nonsensical anything goes awful refereeing." It's true though. He's, He's the one referee with that kind of reputation. You know? He's the Angel Hernandez. If you're a baseball fan, yeah, you know yeah. that Angel Hernandez is like yeah. that umpire. He's that referee. Right. Um, Will Chisholm says, the reason I believe the knee spot is because Tony has knee problems on that same knee. Right, which is why they're really extra naughty for trying to throw that. They're stinkers. Stop being stinkers. Just show me what's going on. That is a weird thing. Um, uh... But I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad that Tony D and, and Stax retained. This is their first, um, their first defense since they won it. They'd be kind of terrible if they took it off them immediately. This is their first defense. They yes. won them a while ago. This I is their first. Was, but I was like, this is their you. first defense. They've had matches as a tag team since winning them, but they weren't defending the titles in those matches. Listen, dang. Listen, just, just have them defend the titles every time they wrestle. Yes, please. Especially if you're going to book them to win anyway. It doesn't matter. They're going to retain the titles. Um, so um, so that the, the tag match was was excellent um, for what it was. There was a lot of fun stuff in it. Uh, and the right guys won good. Uh, but totally unnecessary, ridiculous, I'm injured, no, I'm not spot that I don't like. So this the, we're so so far we are three for three on ridiculous <laughs> backstage booking uh, that doesn't need to be a part of it. Yeah, the, um, this one this was less egregious than the first two. I it feel was like. it was, but it was one of those things of like all they didn't have all they had to do was just to not, not do, do that. Yeah, and it would have been a really almost perfect sprint between four tag teams. Um, are we all ready to Carmelo and and Anilia? Was there only five matches on the main card? I think there was. Are Six. We? What's the What's the next one? What happened after this? See, I don't have Luis, so I don't have my I don't have my document. I didn't I didn't make notes. I know, I I and my notes are a mess. Uh, let me pull up the card. Heritage Cup. I know there was something terrible before we got to the great thing. Yes. Uh, Heritage Cup. So weeks ago, weeks ago, Kate, they set up a tournament 
around Robin, the NXG run. The NXG to, one, yeah. To crown a number one contender for the Heritage Cup. To give Noam Dar a chance to recover, like do a little stuff, get ready. Get, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to uh, uh, defend his title for five weeks. He gets to stand up, sit up there in his little, his little office with all of his friends and play dress up. It's fun. We all love it. They, they, they book out this tournament, okay? There's two, there's two sides. There's group A and group B. In group A is Tyler Bate. In group B is Nathan Frazier. There's zero chance they don't meet in the finals because you've only had Nathan Frazier and Tyler Bate circling the Heritage Cup and each other for the Heritage Cup for weeks, for if not months. weeks and weeks and weeks, if not months, at the time they started the tournament. Right. They do the whole tournament. It comes down to Pete Dunn versus, uh, versus Tyler Bate. Winner wins Group A, and Pete Dunn wins. I'm like, well, I love Pete Dunn. Well, I, but I that betrays the story you were telling. I, I, the change that that just completely belies the story you've been telling. That's kind of weird. Oh, it comes down to a, t- a three way tie in Group B between Joe Coffey and uh, and Nathan Frazier, the obvious winner of the whole thing, and Duke Hudson. And uh, Nathan Frazier is obviously going to win that three way, but no, he doesn't. Joe Coffey does. So you have Joe Coffey versus Pete Dunn in the final, which belies the entire story you're For doing. no reason. And then Pete Dunn wins that. And Pete Dunn is not an NXT guy. He's on the main roster now. Um, And yes. Yeah, I just no. love that that's the reaction. That is the reaction. Oh, no. <laughs> that is the reaction. Um, And he goes, uh, Pete Dunn is in the final. Against Noam Dar. And you know the match is going to be great. Of course it's going to be great. These two guys are amazing. The Heritage Cup rules dictate that it's going to be a really fun, well-paced, uh, put-together match. It's going to be great. But obviously Pete Dunne has to win, right? You wouldn't run the entire tournament and have a guy who's not even in XT win it if you weren't going to have him win the tournament and then have another run in NXT for a while. Now it looks like... because. He's got a match scheduled for Tuesday. Maybe he has the run in NXT for a while anyway. But, Alex. spoiler alert, he doesn't win the match tonight versus Noam Dar and doesn't win the title in the most overbooked, trite way possible. Of all the things on the card, like, we talked about those first three matches. This is the thing that made me the most annoyed. Yeah. Because this is the thing that I like the most on the program. Mm-hmm. Like, I love having the Heritage Cup around. Yep. If you follow the show, you know that I'm a square. I love rules. I love my pure matches. I have my NJPW TV title. I like rules. And I like time limits. Because I'm a very cool person. Um, I... <laughs> You're a nerd. Because I'm a freaking square, man. Uh, they made... So many wrong moves to get to this point, but I was like, "All right, Kate, buckle up, because the match is going to be great." And of course they were, but I was like, "You're not going to screw it up further after mm-hmm. you made no sense of the whole story from before." And they were like, "Kate, hold my beer. Right. You not only are you not invited into the metaphor to make it the meta five, heartbroken already, mm-hmm. but um." They have Tyler Bate in the corner of Pete Dunn, which I really like. 
Because they even the numbers at some point. He like used Lash Legend as a way to launch himself onto Oromensa in this, which was ridiculous. Um, but then they have Gallus interfere to cost them at the last minute. After mm-hmm. building out this incredible story, there's one point where Noam Dar falls asleep and they're not really sure what to do with the finish of one of the rounds. Like um the the in ring was just incredible. Like Noam so Dar is so damn silly. And then when you get to see him in the ring, it's such yep. a treat. Like everything you want out of like a Tekker versus Dar match. Like this is exactly what you want. Um, so beautifully built out. And then of all the ways to screw up the ending, they picked the screwiest up. So not only did you screw up the booking to get here, and not only did you have the wrong winner, you did it in a way that is makes no sense and is just like the worst. It's kind of like in, is it I Love You Man? Where he's like, venti means 20. Tall means whatever. And he's like, congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. That's what this was. Like, congratulations, you're stupid on getting us there. You're mm-hmm. stupid in who you put over. And you're really dumb for the way that you did it. Now, if you want to give me a Gallus versus Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn feud, I have an interest in that. They have, a, have, they have a match on Tuesday. Feud. I don't know if that's going to become a feud. Yeah, and... I don't, I'm not interested in this route to it at all. No, no. Um, no, that's a roundabout way of getting there. Yeah, what is this? So it just you, it would have made so a, much sense. Like if Pete Dunn was coming back to NXT to do this because it feels so right. much in his style. And also get you want to do overbooking and dumbass Dominic Mysterio matches, fine. Right. Get it the hell out of the program that has rules because yeah. you're supposed to be playing with those rules as a part of yeah. your storytelling, not bringing yeah. this thing in way the fuck from left field. That makes no, no. sense. Yeah. Like you're we, supposed to be playing yeah. with the the timed rounds and all of these things like it it just it would be like if in ROH you had a pure match and then instead of like one closed fist to the mouth you were like six people showed up to punch this guy in the face like it just why are you setting out a stipulation if the whole story is going to have nothing to do with that stipulation makes no sense to me yeah the British strong style versus Gallus is going to be really good I don't know why we're getting to what? what the fuck is this comment? Oh, no, no, like the rules. Like you have to follow the rules. You gotta be. You, you gotta come on. Know be a rebel. Rules. Be the. Be a rebel, Kate. Think for yourself. No. Don't follow the rules. The no, rules are boring. Rules. I will no, say. No I think rules. You I, here's, rules. here's okay. If so you don't, you'll get eaten in your sleep. First things first. British Strong Style versus Gallus is great. If we're getting Brinks British Strong Style back together, that's amazing. So, but you didn't have to do all of this to get to that. No. In no way did you have to do all of this to get to that. You just didn't. And what you know what this was? This entire tournament? You know what it was? Content. It was just content. It all built to if if it doesn't even build to like, well, Pete Dunn got screwed over and now he gets a, a longer feud with Noam Dar and then eventually wins it. No, if it just builds to him and Tyler Bate versus Gallus and Noam Dar flits off to do something else with somebody else, then this was just five weeks of content for level up. That's all it was. Like, it's just, it's weird. You know know what it is, Alex? What? Bullocks. It is Bullocks. Thank you. It's Bullocks. Um, uh, and, um, And then I will say this. The rules thing 
Noam Dar's favorite back elbow after the bell goes. Yes. And the referee going like, hey, now that's not okay. A disqualification is an, is an immediate loss. Yeah. You got, you got, you got to make that thing happen. It's some, maybe it's not Noam Dar because you don't want to lose the title that way, but in, in a match that is like for the number one contendership, somebody is disqualified and they lose, you know, that's, that's it. Like, you, you know, you know what we need? You know what this brand needs? I don't know, a GM figure. Somebody British, maybe. No nonsense. Did who, you notice who, who, who was in the signature at the beginning of the show today? Or no, it was in a video package, I think. I did not. I think his non-compete of being off TV might be coming up. That would be good. Um, that'd be very good. That'd be very good. Because um, I can't handle Adam Pierce just being stressed out on a third brand. Right. Yeah. Um, it would be great to have somebody like that. Who would sure. say to Noam Dar before the before the match tonight? I've been watching you, young man, and I've seen that you like throwing punches after the bell. I've instructed the referee: if he sees you do that, you're immediately disqualified for the title. Like, have somebody lay down the law. Like, we we see it. We see he's got a pattern doing it. The refs should know he's got a pattern doing it and be watching for it. If he sneaks in while the ref's got his back turned, fine. But the referee's watching him do it. And they played it back. And it wasn't like ding, elbow, immediately. It was like ding, and then the bell had time to, like, rise and fall tonally. Like, it was, it was back to absolute silence before he threw the elbow. Just, that's just, that's too much shenanigans for me. So I like what your version of William Regal said. I would like it better if there was some sort of sexualized pastry attached to it, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you. Um, uh, backstage, there was a, 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 um, a segment. This review is going alarmingly fast. It's making it's, me itch. It was... <laughs> This is what usually, you know, what we talk about for the longest amount of time on Tuesdays, Puns? the ridiculous backstage crap. That's a really good point. We don't talk about the matches for that long because usually the match was good. We're going to be like, like that pun also too. But like the only backstage thing that really that really mattered was the very end of the show and this thing, which is when Joe K Joe Gacy sa says to Ava, "The schism is dead." This was a bad family for you to join. Go, go, make your way. Find someone else to be with. I must recalibrate who I am. Or whatever he says. So Joe, Joe Gacy just like, at DNC, just, so Joe Gacy feels like he can talk to Ava like that because her no, he knows her father doesn't involved in family business. <laughs> what has Fast and Furious taught us? I don't know. Um, But yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, he, he is a crumpet. No, Andar is absolutely a crumpet. He's such a crumpet. I'm very happy that Schism is dead because the the, the angle didn't work ever. Um, but I I want Joe Gacy to find something that's good for him because I think he he is a solid professional wrestler. I like agree. in the ring, outside the ring, I think is I just don't think this gimmick was ever going to work. Um. And and it, it it ended up just falling apart eventually. Yeah. Um, this was a bad family for you to join. Um, she also like has work to do in the ring. So right, yes, she 
she can yeah. go yeah. and do she that. Join a family of people who aren't on TV. Um, so the, there are two matches left, and it's Becky Lynch. So you knew Becky Lynch was going to be in the main event, but of I course. thought it was I. Once they said, "Oh no, 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 we're we're doing Melo versus Dragonoff second to last for the NXT title." And I was watching it, and I was maybe what ended up being a third of the way through it. And I was like, Jade Cargill's coming out at the end of tonight's show, right? Because there's no way these women can follow this in like a plunder match. Not like not like a, a end of the feud. They've been feuding for months. They're both amazing technical wizards. And they're telling an amazing story. But like, I'm going to hit you in the head with a trash can. <laughs> That's... No, there's no way that can follow this. And that was a third of the way through Dragunov and uh, and Mello was I thought they were doing Jay Cargill at the end. There's no other reason to do that last. And I was watching the rest of this Dragunov and Mello thing, thinking to myself, Mello is going to retain. Because if Dragunov was going to win, you definitely have that go last. That's that. a title yeah. change. That's a huge, that's the title in NXT changing hands. You have to have that go last unless it's Jade Cargill's debut, I guess. And I was doing that whole thing. And I hate that that's how my brain analyzes crap in the moment. Because I just need to go back and watch all 45. How long was this match? It didn't feel like it dragged, but it must have been a very no, long match. No, it got some time, yeah. It was great. Dragonov and Mello are so good together. Boy, those, are the, they. Those guys are a main event feud on the main roster in a couple of years. They're both still under 30. This is where I'm, I, whenever I talk about, like, everybody's got a, a, an amount of time ahead of them in the ring. And, you know, we, we hope and pray for people like Big E to come back, but we never thought at the time he was becoming a, a WWE champion that he might only have a few months left and we might never see him wrestle yeah. after that. Everyone's only got amount of time left for whatever reason, whether it's injury or whatever, and they're, they're, they're gone. These guys are about, are going to be 30. By the time they're each 30, they should be main eventers at the top, building brand new stars who, God willing, are going to be around for 10 to 15 to 20 years after that. As opposed to John Cena's back, better put all our plans on hold and just have John Cena stand there for a while. Like, we need to be building brand new stars that can work and go and captivate an audience. And these two guys are Or even look at LA Knight. LA Knight took him so long to get there. Like but I do think, like, there's an... Look, Austin Theory is not working, but he's younger and they made an effort. Um, Grayson Waller, I think, is working and he's younger and they made an effort. So I think they are starting to kind of, like, play into that a little bit. But this match, to your point, like, you... The women had to main event because you can't have Becky Lynch there and have her not main event. That feels so weird. But I, mean, I agree with you from the match caliber perspective. Like, there's yeah. just nothing that was going to be done to top. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If 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 you told me it was ten minutes longer than you than that, I, I would, would believe, believe it. you. There's, I mean, that is on the absolute low side of what I thought because they did so much telling the story of their Boy, previous match. Um, there were so many like there there were abs there were chapters that started with this move and ended with that that near fall. And then they started a whole new movement. It was, here's the guy Dragunov coming out there conducting a symphony. That dude was a was conducting a, a symphony, symphony in the ring in this match. Everything had new movements. The, you could like It was like if you were listening to a beautiful piece of music, the time signature changed. All of a sudden, their rhythm was different. Yes, and the, way they the pacing moved. in this was incredible. Was, this was an, an incredible match between two incredible professional wrestlers. You will very rarely ever hear me put over a match like this so hard because I was not expecting this. I know they're both great. I watched their first match. It was excellent. This was a different animal. Different level, yeah. Um, This had, to me, like when watching it, the, the pacing was one of the main things that I noticed, as well as, your to your point, like, Everything that progressed between the first match and the second match was very, very evident. Just some cool moves in this too. That that like tilt a world face breaker, uh, yeah. that Mello pulled out. But what I love, Mello's really good at this, and this is something Wesley's very good at as well. Um, going into the world of someone else, I feel like is such a compelling piece of what makes wrestling great. And Mello did that like a mm. lot tonight. Like there was a lot of times where he was laying in things more violently. Um, Cause Ilya was kind of drawing that out of him so much. I just, this was great. This is one of those ones, like just go watch it and watch it with intent. Cause it's like, there's a lot of really, really great wrestling that happened between the ropes here. And it's, uh, I was shocked. I was shocked by the end result pleasantly. Like I, I love this for Ilya Dragunov. Um, I can't think of anybody who kind of like deserves it more than that guy. I mean, my God, he's the first wrestler to hold the UK and the U S world title. Not even Guther didn't do it. Like he's the first one to have that. It is a very, very short list of people who held the UK title at all. That is true because monster reigns over there. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, Walter, um, uh, uh, Dragunov. And then Tyler Bate again, but because oh, but he didn't beat Dragunov for it. Dragunov got injured, had to relinquish. Like that's it. The thing is, all of those guys could have and probably should have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's right. it's cool oh, that sure. they recognized it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. This was this was a work of art, and uh, I'm gonna go back and watch it too because like I. I know there's things that I'll appreciate on a second watch that I didn't get on a first watch. I mean, okay, so so Dragunov does a perfect coast to coast and doesn't look like he's what expending the? energy when he does it. Like when when you watch people do coast to coast, it's like they're stretching for it. He's like, no, this is easy for me. And then he does it again, but but 
<laughs> but but Carmelo says I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna counter it with a code breaker, and Dragunov's like I'm gonna catch you while you're doing the code breaker. <laughs> just you can forget about it. Man. I don't know if I've it's seen just... anybody counter a coast to coast in a real way. And the to your point, it looked like he had room to spare. Like I've never seen anybody land a coast to coast without it looking like the only oh, I can get to the other coast and not fall short. <laughs> The only uh, the only counter to the coast to coast that I've seen um, uh, that, that I remember seeing is Roman spearing Shane while doing it during Survivor Series. Oh my God, that's and right! Both of them got concussed. Yep. <laughs> like, just just uh, no, let's try not doing that again. But uh, that was that was crazy. Um, that was crazy. Uh, Melo say Melo said ruthless aggression. This was it, says Kai. Uh, it was it was excellent. I don't know what to say. I mean, like it was so good, and I loved Dragonov pulling Mello to his feet at the end, um, yes. and being like, "You stand with me. We we did this together." Like that that was great. I love that. Um, he had to win it via a, like a, a. I don't love that they call it the H bomb, honestly. Because okay, listen, I don't I, I don't know when if he's ever going to have a match against Shinsuke Nakamura at some point. But you can't drop an H bomb on a Japanese wrestler. You can't do it. It's not allowed. Exactly. I'm just putting the kibosh on it right now. It doesn't anyway, have, um, doesn't have. He had to do one from the top it. rope in order to actually seal uh, Carmelo finally because Carmelo was kicking out of everything. God. He could not put him away. It, it was great. Ilya's face at so many points in this like and I loved at the end it kind of was like I knew I had you but you gave me a mm -hmm. hell of a, a match like I love yeah. everything that Ilya Dragunov is um just the progression from them being like I got this in my own world to like how the hell is this guy still hanging in there for both of them was like such yeah. a beautiful arc in this whole thing. It was really, really impressive. It's, really it them. is one of those things of you with, cause NXT just has like this, this, I mean, now like it's gone, it's gone past what NXT 2.0, which was terrible yeah. to this, to this weird, now the hybrid Middle blend ground. of what it used to be and something <laughs> that it could be in the front um, in the future. But, it's there's all these weird little eras where certain people are able to cross paths that you just a few months here or there and they wouldn't have had like yes the, the how lucky we are that Mello and Dragonov were in NXT at the same time yes. is a crazy thing when you think about all those people who got the called up door. revolving yep. door and they were just like never they their ships passing in the night and they never really had a, a chance to do anything. Um, uh, or 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 one of them was way below the the upper card when the when yes. one guy was on the way out. <laughs> yep. Samoa Joe and Tommaso Ciampa had a match when Tommaso Ciampa was nobody, and that yeah. match lasted four and a half minutes. Tommaso Ciampa was, was held his own as, as much as he could, but it was it was Samoa Joe who was the champion. Yeah. Like that may go down in history as the only time those two men ever touch in a ring. It's yeah. a crazy thing the way that NXT allows. Those era, those little, those circles to like move concentrically, but never quite touch. And how lucky we are that we get to see Dragonov versus Carmelo Hayes here. God willing, we'll see them plenty more times uh, up on the main roster. Sure, but it's a crazy but thing in NXT that is that is it is very yeah, great. And Mark Losper says Dragonov does not miss. I haven't take the belt off of Roman in twenty forty eight and Roman's fifteenth title defense.
Only if he wants to. Only if he wants to. Only if he wants to drop it to Dragunov. Um, yeah, no, um, you know, it's a, it's a mellow, nothing but respect to mellow. It, it does feel because so many people have these year plus long reigns. It's kind of it refreshing. Feels, it, it feels like, um, like at first blush, is this a disrespect thing that he held the, the belt for like five and a half months and that's it? And no, of course not, because he had great matches throughout the whole you know sure. thing. But like, but it does when he was having that that entrance, where like they played voiceover of himself talking to Dragonov with all the jerseys falling. That I was, was like, so this, cool. This feels like maybe Got a me. swan song goodbye thing. Like they used yeah. to do that at NXT back in the day. The the time that the the title was being passed and you were moving up, they would have this amazing retrospective cool. and entrance. Familiar. And that, that felt like it this time. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this was, this was, this was excellent. This is one of those things where like you go, man, this, this thing's, this thing might be match of the weekend. And then you remember that we have <laughs> Danielson and Zach Sabre Jr. Tomorrow, you know, it's one of those deals. Like we're, we're, we, well, there's an embarrassment Spoiled. of riches as, as wrestling fans that you can have, uh like you know something like what we saw tonight and then something that we plan on seeing tomorrow um we get becky and uh tiffany uh did you catch this thing that had me cackling on my couch tiffany came out and she was there and she was waiting for becky and she put on brass knuckles she held them up and, and Becky was like, oh, I see your brass knuckles and I'll leave. And she's holding them up like this. And I'm like, those are on wrong. She has them. She has them on wrong. And the referee came over and said something to her. And she's like, okay, puts them back on the right way. I, and I, was, I, like, and I, was, I was laughing so hard. I was like, poor Tiffany. Nobody told her how to put on brass knuckles. I didn't Why know, what would it she was? know how to do that. That's but like, like that's oh, very funny. so funny. But. It also was part of this thing of like this is this is not a match that that Tiffany Stratton is used to wrestling in. We've seen Becky Lynch do a lot of Hell in a Cell, Extreme Rules, uh, Last Woman Standing. She's done a lot of these things. She knew, by the way, to come wearing jeans and a regular shirt and sure. a sports bra because that's the kind of match this is. And Tiffany was wearing a pearl necklace over some really nice pinkish gear. But I'm um, like okay with that because. She's a Barbie doll, right? Right. No, I. but I thought she was going to wear the Barbie version of the hardcore gear. Like, God, the jeans okay, would yeah, be pink, and she'd like you to have, like, her wrist would be taped, but it'd be pink or whatever. But I thought we were going to get something like that. Um, but I, I, I yeah, so I, I, I get the, the, um, the story here, and I, I understand that it's a, it's a plunder match. And those can be fun to watch, but they're not going to be like for they're not for me. Like a okay. hardcore match can be fun, but I'm never going to look at I'm never going to rate that on the same level as honestly. I think their first match was better than this one because it didn't have sure. all this extra crap in it. I I think it's extra crap. I think it's a I think it is a crutch when you put somebody's head inside a, a um a trash can and then do a leg drop to them. It can be fun, but it's not like real graps. Sorry, like it's just not my no. My I thing, I also you know? prefer a traditional wrestling match to anything right. like this. Uh, but there was some. 
I think it was good for Tiffany Stratton to show that she'll fucking bump. Holy hell, did she take yeah, some she shots did. in this? Yeah, she did. Um, I loved the like somersault into the chair thing. I don't think I'd seen mm -hmm. that before. And then uh, there was a lot in this that was that was brutal. It took a minute to get going, but once it did, it like really, yeah. really clicked in. And the I thought the finish was something else. Like the Swanton was great, but mm -hmm. like that on the steel chairs, the way that that finish hit, yep. um, that accomplished the goal of this match of like, there's no way this woman could kick out of this. Um, yep. But I think it's important to show that Barbie's a badass. Like, I, I think it's yeah. good for Tiffany to have this in her match catalog. I think it's good that she did one of these yes. just from like a developmental yeah. standpoint. Um, I thought it was a whole heck of yeah. a lot of fun. It had the main event for, because it, it's Becky and, and Tiffy. Um, but I agree with you. Like it's, there's never, it has nothing to do with the wrestlers even involved, but a match like Carmelo and Ilya is always going to win in my heart over a match like this, just cause that's stylistically like not for me, but this, this was still very good for what it was. It's just what it was. Isn't my favorite thing. Um, right. but I, I think it's really good that Tiffany Stratton showed that she's She's a tough one. She's a, a tough cookie because we've seen right. what she can do acrobatically and all these things. This was great. And I don't mean to denigrate the match at all. I think the match was 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 really well, and I think it went really well. And I think that Tiffany is uh, a star, a bona fide star. Um, and if this is her call up to the main roster, I think she's going to be going to be a star on the main roster for sure. I just think it's too early. I think it's too early. I think they hamstrung the title reign that she had. I think that they uh, they flat out booked it like crap. And then accidentally she said Becky Lynch's name because she assumed Becky Lynch had been the NXT champion because why wouldn't she, why have? Wouldn't she have been? And then they turned it into this and they had they got they put the title on Becky. Um and and now she's lost her rematch and maybe she moves up i don't know but that that title reign the horrible horribly booked matches with T with thea hale a yeah, one little so quick thing versus kiana there was like we were all waiting for it. It, was, it when mandy rose left and roxanne became the champion we were all waiting for the big roxanne perez versus versus uh tiffany stratton feud and all we got out of it was one match in the semifinal, not even the final of the tournament, to become the new champion. Um, it it just we didn't we didn't get I I don't think we got what we could have gotten no. from a booking standard standpoint. We didn't Tiffany get her Stratton. Gigi. We didn't and, get her and Roxanne right. run back. Like there, there's so much more that we could have gotten. And I firmly believe that she should be a major star on the main roster, but I've seen too many incredibly talented women just sit there and do nothing on the main roster. I, I believe that they have she's raised into like yeah. they, they have to set up great programming for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what their, what their plans are with Jade main roster NXT. I thought, I thought if she was going to, to like before I get into all that, it also did. I also did, wasn't a fan of the fact that it ended the exact same way, um, which was Tiffany going for the moonsault, missing, and then Becky hits the manhandle slam. Like, 
Yeah, but this time it was on steel chairs, baby. I understand, but it's the it's the same it's the same it's the same it's the same finish. That's fair. Like I I would have liked it to have I would have liked Tiffany to have maybe missed the missed the thing by not landing on chairs, obviously, because you can't do it that way. But then Becky goes for the manhandle slam and she counters it into a way that like that that allows Becky to be oh okay you you you're smarter now than you were a few weeks ago. Sure. I always want to see growth like that. And what I what I saw was Tiffany taking the same finish, the same the same. This time it was on chairs, sure. And it would be harder to kick out if you were manhandle slammed on chairs, sure. But also, you allowed you yourself scouted, to. Yeah. You should have it scouted. You should have it scouted. And and they didn't. Um, so Becky wins that way. Um, and and I thought for sure Jade Cargill was coming out. I thought for sure. Up Especially until she didn't. time wise, we had like 15 minutes. And I know they yeah. end early a lot, but yeah. it, you were like, they have the breathing room if they want yeah. it. Um, uh, Spooko, I'm pretty sure you're trolling here. I hope you are. Manifesting Naya costing Becky, maybe next time. No. Manifest that. Somehow. No. No. Won't Manifest do it. Manifest it elsewhere. And Mark says Becky drops to Jade in like two weeks, right? I don't. I Their next one is their next one of these is a deadline on December 9th. They're going to bring back the iron survivor match. Um, uh, and so we'll, we'll see, but I, I, if, if they were going to debut Jade at a pape, you would think they would do it now. Um, the more uh, this they, goes on, the more I'm like, she's just yeah. going to main roster. Like, I don't think you yeah. announced someone on ESPN fast to lane, put them maybe, in the next Maybe yeah. do, a, do a fast lane thing. Char there, Charlotte wins the title from EO Sky. And then Jade shows up. You can see it, can't you? Oh, it's going to be great. Thanks for joining us for the Sour Graphs. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go vomit into a garbage pail now. Yeah. Um, and all, yeah, Mark bringing this up. New rule. Nobody should no sell a hit from a barbed wire bat. Counter argument. When it's that bad looking of a barbed wire bat, yes, you can sure. because it's a molded plastic bat. <laughs> yeah, it was not. It was but not you're right. actually a real bat though boy it um, was not it was very plastic no no um um but i i thought that that both women uh, did well you know um and now we see what this rain actually is for becky well tegan Knox was I, sitting I, in the front right right she has the match she's gonna she's gonna beat tegan Knox on monday and then and then we see what happens after that but like i I don't think they had a real plan when they were like, "Oh, let's put a title on Dominic," because they were they already had that a plan for the for the, for the for the North American title. They were already doing something, and it completely derailed everything they were doing with it. And they, the Dominic has they didn't they certainly there was not a plan to put the belt on Trick until they released Mustafa Ali because Trick wasn't anywhere near this title. He wasn't anywhere near this title until Tuesday when he was like, I better go get my gold now. And then he just does. Okay? Yes. So they have they don't have plans. So Becky Lynch is their champion, and they have no idea how they're taking that belt off of her. At all. No, but if there's anybody that that's okay with, it's Becky. Right. Right. I mean, also, I don't know. If Tiffany's not going up to the main roster imminently... I don't know what you do with her. Do you make Look her at a what tag they did team with Roxanne, with James? It's... Like Ro Roxanne is the perfect example of we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. We have no idea what we're doing. 
Um, yes, and so. and and so th- this this is this is my answer to Caden uh, when he says, "Why is NXT my favorite brand in all of wrestling?" Because you must not care that they have no idea what they're doing. That's fine. You don't need to, but they have great matches. Occasionally, they'll have an all-timer like they did tonight with Ilya and Mello. But the people upstairs have no idea what they're doing, as evidenced by all of the booking that they do. I and would that say is the thing. it's because you are young and you lack taste. <laughs> I think it's great that you that you love NXT. Um, and I think there's certainly reasons to. If if you don't watch the week to week stuff and you just watch the the, the oh my God. they do, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. But the week to week stuff is sometimes utterly nonsensical. Yes, that's you know, correct. you we if you didn't watch the week to week thing, you wouldn't even know why you should be mad about the stuff with Pete Dunn. And you uh, wouldn't even know why you Dominic. should be mad with us about everything. Right. But if you don't watch the main, the main, the main show week to week, there's no reason why you would even know why it was a weird thing. How weird it was that Robert Stone decided to stra- distract Braun Breaker. You would have no clue. You would be like, "Oh, that was that was a fun match, though." Otherwise, you know, it's just one of those things. Um. So. Uh. Um. <laughs> I have one jukebox um and and then i guess we're gonna we're gonna end this thing early because there's nothing else to say that's good nothing i have else a headache so we can do that oh well we have one more thing to do before i wait yeah before i sing this got sent to me i hope there's something in it because otherwise it's um from from sean rossap It is the play button. It's a pay-per-view. It's a special night. I'm going to unbox this. But I also, listen, I love Sean. Everything I have, everything about about fight. Wrestling with movies. I'm sorry. I don't have access to the document for the Humper Chats. I will. Just, I will, send, it I will, in, just send it in with stars in the regular one. Send it in with we'll stars in the regular one and I'll read them. But I don't have access to that. Louise yeah, isn't sorry here. about I don't that. that. Sorry. Um <laughs> Mark says, seeing as though you've reached the end early, do 20 minutes on Wrestle Dream, specifically Brian Danielson versus ZSJ. I'll do 20 minutes on Tony Storm and how she's the very best thing in the world. Um, but I won't. Um, no, Wrestle Dream's gonna be amazing. Sean, I, I love Sean. Um, Sean, this this is the box that got sent to him with two things in it. Okay, I'm convinced of this. With two Plaques. Two you two plate buttons. One for him and one for me. And then he repackaged one of them in this and sent it to me. I for for Christmas am going to send him some shipping tape because he tap taped this up with with um with duct tape and it's just wide open. Why like, don't boys know how to pack things in boxes? Hey, don't okay. d- don't you take your slander elsewhere, Missy? Maybe I you do, but his. You most of y'all are bad at it. Duck duck tape. Duck tape. Duck tape. This is just gonna fall out everywhere. It's so it's like I need scissors to open up everything else I'm unboxing here on the show. Of course. This is just like just easily just grab a corner and peel. 
And it's like, it's something, you know, kind of important. It is important. Yeah. All right. While you're doing that, I'll talk about Sheppy Zach versus Dragon Bullocks because I'm you talk about Sheppy, Sheppy Zach. I think you should all go watch Brian Danielson versus Zach Saber Jr. from 2009, where you have Blue Trunks emo haircut Zach Saber Jr. versus young, like almost Buzz Cuddy, if I recall correctly, Brian Danielson, and they're just these young little baby techers doing their little teching, and it's so precious. So go back and watch the 2009 one because I'm sure there's going to be. Um, callbacks to that. Okay, here we go. Um, Lieutenant Photo says you deserve it, Alex. Congratulations, man. Well, let's see you if it's broken to seventeen it. pieces. Let's see if it's you broken to seventeen it. pieces first. Even okay. if it's in pieces, you still deserve it. <laughs> wow, Allie getting aggressive, saying, "Open the damn thing." Well, relax, oh. Allie. Go hang out with the Jonas brother. Ooh. Hold on. Were you team Nick or team Joe? Let us know. Me? Which, well, yeah, you too. I was asking Ali. But... Which 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 is the other one? I guess I was. I don't. I don't know. I don't know which. I don't James. Know I just made that up. I forget who's it. Kevin. Kevin Jonas. Joe Jonas. I guess I don't know. Joe Jonas. Nick Jonas. Kevin Jonas. Jimmy. Jimmy Jonas. Liam. I was more of a Liam than a Noel Jonas. I was. If you had to make me pick between Liam Jonas and Noel Jonas, I'm always Liam Jonas. I always love that Andy Jonas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, here we go. It says, do you remember your first subscriber, your 100th or your 1,000th? Chances are you do. We know that you'll definitely remember your 100,000th subscriber. Blah, 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 blah. Yours sincerely, Neil Mohan, YouTube CEO. How nice of Neil. Do you remember your first original character? Do you remember the first time you said Duck Hudson on screen? Let's get personal, Neil, okay? That'd be funny. Do you remember the first time that you invited this crazy blonde lady onto your show? And she showed up in funeral garb, but also yeah. wedding garb, but also a rainbow crown? Spread out! Ooh! It looks pretty. Not like, under like the. Seat. I love Sean's setup, but it looks like a pink play button in his case because of the pink. Oh, I see myself in it. You can you see yourself. You can you can fix your bangs. Not that they need fixing. But I'll go Joe Coffee style. There you go. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. You do deserve I'm it. You've been here since day one. You are a fight. You know, I've been meaning, I've been meaning to get a mirror in this room, and now I have one. Now you don't need to. Because it's you famously awesome. accept compliments so well. I do. I do. Uh, you um, are fantastic at this. You will always undersell yourself, but I'm always here to be your hype man. I will be the trick you, you will oversell me. You can oversell me and I'll undersell me. That'll Look, be good. I don't need to because you're great. But if I had to, I would. I will Shawn Michaels Hogan the sell for you. I will do it. But you don't need to because you're great at this. Yeah. And you deserve it. You've been with this place since day one. Side guy Jonas. Oh, yeah, Jonas. Mittens Jonas. Streamer guy Jonas. <laughs> Big dick Jonas. <laughs> um, Mark Losper says, congratulations to both of you. You've done so much to improve Fightful and its output. Uh, you'll make an awful show le slightly less awful. Well, thank you so much. I That's the nicest that. thing anyone could say about us. We have the humper chest that got sent in too. Oh, good. I think it can be said that Becky is the best women's wrestler in the world right now as of last month. False count anywhere, steel cage, NXT match with Tiff. Go, honestly, couldn't agree more with that. 
hundred percent. No, she's the very best. She's the absolute very, very best. She is. Yeah. And also this one that says, and this is a sour one I sent as well that I didn't say last night. Charlotte, third wheel flare strikes again. I mean, honestly, what is she doing to benefit the women's division these days? I can't deny that that triple threat will be fantastic. Uh, it does feel like an unnecessary. It, it feels like she. It feels like she is doing the Vince McMahon thing from a few years ago. She just she's coming out and going, "We need Charlotte Flair," and then she walks around behind where she was pointing and goes, "It's me." It just feels like she's doing that a lot. It feels like when she got shoehorned into the WrestleMania main event. Wait, I have to find Allie's comments. It was about what? a Jonas. It was about a Jonas? Yeah, I can't find it. I see all of Allie's, but where's Emily? Was it Emily? Yeah, I need to exp- display this every Tuesday. It's when reviewing NXT, so HBK watches. He'll know you're better than him. What if I just did the whole thing, like made it like a little hat out of it, like a little, like a little headband thing where I just do it like this the whole time? I'm here for it. Okay. Emily um, said, I'm here to talk about the Jonas book. This is actually for Jonas. You guys are funny. Um. Uh. Okay. Hold on. Um. Lieutenant, the photo says you deserve it. Congratulations. So Luis isn't here today. That's why slow mode is on to help out me and Alex. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Luis is here Um, on his own accord. He had a night off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you watch Collision? Did you have Collision on at the same time? I I I watched parts of it. I watched parts of uh, Andrade and and um, Juice. I watched the watched every second of the um, Tony Storm thing because that's oh. amazing. Uh, I muted and turned off the Chris Jericho match, and then uh, I, I I turned it back on as it was ending. I was like, of course they had him get the victory. Of course they did. Of course they had Jer- Jericho get the victory. Why wouldn't they? And then they started talking. And I muted it and I look back at my phone like, oh my God, they're still talking. And I was like, that was only one of them. And then it turned from Kenny to, to Jericho and then he talked forever. This was like a go home promo you give at the end of the night when the cameras are off. Like, why were they talking for so long? I don't know. I don't know. Did you see the rest of TMDK? Did you see Shane Hayes singing? I, no, I did not see them singing. I, I know that they are, they are on the pre-show tomorrow. And uh, Shane also, Hayes did a rap, and he said, "Drop yeah. the meat, beat Mikey Nichols." And Mikey Nichols said, "No way." <laughs> and then he said, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Good. That's and then good. he sang a little song. I'll send it to you. That's good. And Benjamin um, Chino's just in the background, like. Um. Uh. I. I also. Somebody sent me the the, the DM and said, "Athena's finally on pay per view," and I was like, "Really? Wow!" And they were like, "Then they sent me the picture of the match." I was like, "Oh, so she's not actually." She's, She's in a eight-person mixed tag Kojima, match, which is cool, I guess. It's <laughs> cool, but not what we were wanting. Uh, Luis, yeah, I'll send it in our our little bestie chat because it's absolutely when they say like hysterical shade haste, like no, he's actually hysterical. He's uh, they're like my favorite stable in the world right now, but um, yeah, I feel like that match got made. Because I'm going to be in the scrum room tomorrow. And I think they were like, I can't have Kate ask about this again. Just put, nope. just put some, put some gals on, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, MD Spooko says, uh, Kate, you deserve your wrestle dream. Alex, you deserve the play button. Y'all work so damn hard and not be noticed by the wrestling universe. 
you so much. Actually, I work really hard so that uh, so that they won't notice me. I'm just just back over Stop. here. Stop. You're one of the most valuable voices we got. Um, thank you. <laughs> I learned on Twitter that no boys can accept compliments, and it's not just a you thing. No, but, but I'm like, I, I, uh-huh. no. you're the first one that I've heard be like, it makes me inherently disbelieve what you said about me. Not just like, oh, I can't accept it. it be like, you, Alex, you must nice be lying. Shirt. You're like, you hate me in black shirts. <laughs> you must be lying. You um, uh, it, it's you know it's so bad. It's it's it, I, uh, I it's it's because of of doing uh, shows and being being an actor growing up, being in plays that I know were terrible, and having people come up to me and go, "That was great," and I go, "You're you're a liar." You're so it's yeah. like every every time anybody tells me I did something good, I'm like, "You must be lying," because every time somebody tells me the play that I was in was was good, I know it's bad, and I go, "No, see, you're lying." So now I can't trust anything that you say. That's that's what it is. That's, that's that, actually, that I realize that's yeah, where my psychosis origin. comes from. I That's like it. I like that it has from. an origin. Uh, Kai says, "Reenact your first audition for theater, Alex." I don't know. That would be that would be going back to I was when I was a very young child, so I don't know that I could do that. Um, I don't. I don't know that I would know what that was, but I'll, I guess I could think of something. I'll. Um, I'll tell you how I didn't audition for my first show, and that was by singing "Wise Guys" by Joe Pesci in the style of Tony D'Angelo. As requested by Matthew Plus. Typical. <clears throat> Typical Matthew Plus. It's the L. bitches that'll get you. Treat all my broads like trash. You'll catch a blast if you move too fast. You don't have to ask. Getting everything by flesh and cash. F- fighting and stealing. Don't kill without feeling. So I went in the casino before they start dealing. All about respect and intellect. Only mess with the women that pick up the check. Two supermodels, one in each arm. One chick's brunette, the other was blonde. I heard their fathers had stocks and bonds, so I effed them up and left them floating in a pond. Customary clothes from head to toe catch Joe at the fight sitting in the first row. Everybody follows when I'm ready to go. There's no need to show off, they already know. Lovely day in the neighborhood. It's the bitches that'll get yous. Gabagool. Uh. Tell me about it. It's always the bitches that'll get you. Uh, it is called the H bomb, named after Dan Henderson because really done by Dan Henderson, the UFC to Michael Bisping. I'll send you a link to the clip on X. Okay, well that's great, Ilya Dragunov. None of his names start with H, so it just sounds like he's, he's dropping yeah. a weapon of mass destruction on somebody, and he's not allowed to do it to a Japanese person. I'm calling it now. No, just not. Just not. That's all. That's correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here. Thanks for, for experiencing this thing with me. So cool. You're so cool. Hold on, that was you. two of you. Double Alex. Um, uh, yes. And uh, I'll do something. On Fightful Select after after uh, Wrestle Dream, Kate's gonna be at the Scrum, so it won't be with her. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll do something. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, look forward to that, and we'll see you on on Monday for uh, Becky Lynch losing the NXT title to Tegan Knox, probably. 
Um, and then Tuesday for NXT No Mercy Fallout. They're having two weeks of Halloween Havoc, Kate. Did you hear that? That's the 24th a lot of and havoc. the 31st, which means we need two different costumes, one for the 21st, 24th, and one for the 31st. 31st has got to be the better of the two, so I'm now in. I got to go shopping. I'm in. I might be I might be Tony Storm. Yeah. Come with little curlers in my hair. All forlorn. Please do. Chin up. Pick that. <laughs> Watch for the shoes. Everything sucks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.